Beautiful. So welcome, welcome. Today we're talking about overcoming the past, overcoming unconscious guilt, cleaning the heart, cleaning the heart. One of the most important things on a spiritual path is cleaning out any pain and suffering out of our being. There's two sides to spirituality, you could say. One is receiving spiritual energy through higher connection, higher consciousness. And then the other side is releasing and removing and cleaning the things that no longer serve us. Because when we start our spiritual path, we typically begin a spiritual path because of some sort of pain. It could be emotional problems, it could be depression, anxiety, stress, it might be some sort of chaos or trauma in our life or relationship breakup or an illness or something happens or we feel something's missing from our life. Typically people get on the path after some challenging situations, whether it's internal or external. And we're seeking relief and release from those things that are hurting us. So we, we try all these different methods physically. Often people try everything else first and then they come to spirituality when everything else doesn't work. And so then we come into a spiritual life and there are these two sides to it. One is receiving higher knowledge, higher consciousness, divine light, spiritual energy to give us the power that we need that we lack and return back to that power within us, the good feelings within us. And then the other side is releasing out of our being all of the things that no longer serve us. And normally when we come to a spiritual path, we've already picked up throughout our life and lifetimes. Many of us have had many lives. We come into our spiritual practice having already got a whole range of baggage and burdens in varying degrees. And these baggages and burdens come in different forms. It, it can be a feeling, it could be a negative feeling. Some people, they just have like this ongoing sense of stress or depression or anxiety and it's just following them around everywhere. That's a burden. Sometimes it's relationship problems that just keep occurring or health problems or financial problems. So there's all these different types of burdens and problems. And our job as spiritual people, spiritual warriors, divine beings, is to address both sides of this. So we talk a lot about receiving the light and we'll talk about that today but the, we're going to mainly focus on how do we clear out these negative feelings in our heart and one of the biggest problems we face is something called unconscious guilt unconscious guilt it's a very dark thing that it because it's unconscious unconscious means we are not conscious of it it's not apparent to us if you imagine the ocean 
I'm here in Hawaii, so I get to see the ocean a lot. So you've got the waves on the ocean, the waves, you can see the waves. And if there is a boat on the ocean, you can see the boats, right? If you're looking over there and there's a boat, you see the boat, you see the people swimming, you see the surfers, you see the waves. That's conscious, that's on the surface. You can't see what's thousands of feet down, hundreds of feet down, because it's unconscious, it's invisible. That's what the unconscious is like, it's in the depth of the ocean. It's still there. So there are dolphins and there are whales and there are turtles and there are sharks, right? There are all these things in the ocean. There's all sorts of strange creatures, thousands, possibly millions of bizarre creatures and strange things at different depths. You can't see any of that stuff when you're looking from the beach at the ocean. Even if you go out on a boat, you can't see that stuff because it's deep down, right? You're on the surface. So unconscious guilt is this weird underlying feeling that we're not really aware of that is actually causing us various problems making us feel a bit weird making us feel a bit anxious making us feel a bit depressed or a bit stressed or a bit off right but we don't know what it is exactly because it's unconscious it's kind of bubbling up it's like bubbles from the bottom of the ocean you you know you're not quite sure what they are or where they came from or what it is so we go about our life, our spiritual life, our daily life, we, you know, we get up in the morning, we do these things. And then sometimes when you wake up in the morning, you might have this feeling, this feeling of dread or this feeling of anxiety or these thoughts about something. That's the unconscious coming up to the surface. It bubbles up. It, it reveals itself, the unconscious pain and, and guilt and all these things in moments of pause moments where you're not really doing anything when you wake up in the morning you, you have coming out of the dream or when you're in the bath or in the shower or you're taking a walk it just bubbles up right so we sh what we should be feeling as human beings our natural state is divine bliss and divine peace <laughs> wonderful feelings we should be feeling in our natural state we will be feeling beautiful pure heart without any pain in it big smile lots of love lots of peace good vibrations happy joyful bubbling feelings that's natural for us but what's happened is we've done stuff in our life and things have happened to us and it's got stuck in the unconscious and stuck in the heart and it doesn't just disappear by itself it needs to be cleaned out we need to become aware of it and unconscious guilt and these negative feelings cause other problems in our life practically right so there's this energy going on underneath everything and it's actually re resulting in lots of strange problems that we have for example mystery health problems are often connected to unconscious guilt someone might unconsciously feel they should be punished on some level or relationship issues or strange skin problems or weird addictions 
right? There's all these things that come up. You think, where is this coming from? Why am I dealing with this stuff again and again? It's because unconscious guilt and unresolved emotions. Negative thoughts. Why do we think negative thoughts about people? Why do we have this chatter going on in the back of our head about various things? This is all coming from negative feelings that are unresolved. If we didn't have any negative feelings or any unconscious guilt, we wouldn't have any negative thoughts, right? So they're all connected to each other. And you might wonder, why is it that we do bad things? Why do good people do bad things? Everyone here is a good soul. Everyone here means well. Everyone here is on a spiritual path, right? Why have you done bad things or continue to do? things that are harmful for you in one way or another why do you eat that thing that's bad for you why do you drink that thing that's bad for you why do you not do the things that are good for you what is going on here right why why aren't we able to do these things it's because of these negative feelings they're affecting our behavior and what a lot of people don't realize is there is a pattern behind this once you can see this what i'm about to share with you you will be able to see why you do the things you do this is very interesting so there's four steps there's a four-step process and you could say there's more than four steps but i'm trying to keep it as simple as possible today so here's what happens in our life first of all we feel number one we feel bad negative feeling for some reason who knows where it comes from right it comes from the unconscious we feel a little bit stressed, a little bit anxious, a little bit worried, a little bit angry, needy, right? Desiring something. We have this negative feeling. Then from that negative feeling, it goes to the next state, which is where we kind of come under a spell. We kind of go unconscious and we start to feel we need something to try and relieve this bad feeling right we feel bad we think oh what can i do nowadays the the most common thing that happens is after this bad feeling and this kind of trance state of wanting to deal with it we then move into the third stage where we act out some sort of behavior to try and relieve our pain and our anxiety and our stress and nowadays the biggest one is the cell phone right or technology for not for everyone but for nearly everyone right i mean i'm also included i've tried and avoid this but it still happens to me even though i know about this right so you feel bad number one feel bad the second thing is we we don't like the feeling and we're sort of searching on some level for some way of dealing with it the third stage is we pick up the phone or we eat the food or we drink the wine or we smoke the thing or we do the action or whatever it is right and we act out the behavior that we hope is going to change our state and typically it distracts us from that bad feeling for a short amount of time. So if someone does drugs, it might last a couple of hours or however long the drugs last for, or alcohol or entertainment. You might watch a movie and you feel a bit better temporarily and then the movie ends or the drugs wear off or the, or the action, if it's some sort of sexual addiction or whatever it is, it wears out. And then afterwards, the fourth stage is 
guilt guilt right so then we feel bad about it i shouldn't have done that i know better why did i do that thing it didn't work right and then because we feel guilt <laughs> what do we do it goes back round again this is a circle you can write this down so number one is we feel bad then we go come under a spell where we're seeking some sort of relief from it we're not and we look for something number three is we act out the behavior and feel better temporarily and then after that we feel guilt and remorse i shouldn't have done it and then we feel bad because of the guilt and then we come under a spell and then we act out again and then we feel guilt again and then we feel bad again and this just goes round and round and round and this is why typically things get worse and worse and worse this is why there are so many people who are in a really bad way. This has happened to me many times in my life. For example, when I was younger, I felt bad for some reason. I was searching something and I would smoke marijuana or drink alcohol or something when I was a teenager. And it made me feel better. And then I would feel bad about it afterwards, guilty about it. You know, I know I probably shouldn't be doing this. And then I felt bad and then I acted out again and just went round and round and round. Right, this is happening to just about everyone in the world every day, multiple times, multiple times a day. This this pretty much sums up a large percentage of what is going on in the world all the time. And what's driving all of this? What? Why is this carrying on? It's because of this unconscious guilt that's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. All of those bad decisions we make all those things that we do all that guilt gets stored in our heart poisons our feelings and it we keep feeling more and more disturbed all right and then we need more and more and more things to distract ourselves to deal with it right and the, the new youngest generation generation gen z these millennials or gen z the younger kids they grow up with their cell phones. If you, I've seen this happen. If you cut, pull the internet or you take away someone's phone, this younger generation, they literally have a panic attack. Like literally, totally, completely lose it. Like that, snap of the fingers. Really shocking what happens. If, you, if you've seen, I've seen this happen to people. Um, just like uh, someone who's had their drugs put down the toilet. So we're dealing with a major problem here, right, in the world. And of course, we can't change everyone else. This is about changing ourselves. How can we deal with this in ourselves? If we can overcome this, then we can help other people through our own change. So what we need to do is we need to break this cycle. This is a vicious cycle of feeling bad, coming under a spell, making a mistake, feeling guilty, and then feeling bad again, and then going round and round, right? So guilt guilt is holding this together and what is guilt what is it guilt is actually a form of laziness spiritual laziness it doesn't seem like that's what's going on because it's a feeling but what's really happening is that we're saying i did this bad thing we're not saying this to ourselves consciously this is unconscious we we feel okay i did this bad thing and i feel bad about it right and we sit there feeling bad until we can't handle feeling bad anymore so we need to act out the only way of dealing with this 
is to, number one, recognize humbly and honestly that we have this unconscious guilt. So put our hand in the air. You might even want to do this now and just acknowledge I have unconscious guilt stuck somewhere in my being. Right? And then the solution to this, the way out of this, is to say instead of feeling guilty, instead of me wallowing in guilt and not even realize this is what's happening, instead of doing that, I am going to go from guilt to change, change, transformation. This is where we need courage, right? It's easier just to feel guilty and sit there and feel terrible. Even though it doesn't feel good to us, it doesn't require us doing anything, it happens. We need to say the only way out of guilt is change. The only thing that gets rid of the guilt is to say to ourselves, what do I need to change in my life and in my heart? Where do I need to make a change? How does my behavior need to change? How does my thinking need to change? What do I, my relationships need to be changed for me to no longer be under this spell? Right? The, the way out, the door out, right? There's this place of guilt, this big place, this big room of guilt, a big cave of guilt, and there's a door out. There's a, a way out, and that way out is, first of all, acknowledging we've got a problem, then committing to change, change something. You know, I'm not here to tell you, you know in your heart, in, if you're honest, what you need to change. What do you need to change so that that guilty feeling, that negative feeling is cleaned out? It could be thinking differently, speaking differently, acting differently, eating differently, drinking differently. Well, there's something, or it might be a few things. What needs to change so that that guilt doesn't keep getting triggered again and again because we keep acting out these things that are hurting us. Just tune into it. Your subconscious has heard this now and it's going to give you the answers as we keep as you keep listening to this, this has gone in and it's going to give you the answer. Now, a big part of this that allows us to make that change, this is really really essential. Really really essential is to Honestly confess your past to someone else or some higher power, right? Because dark things live in the darkness. They live undercover. They live underground. You have to bring them out into the light and expose them in order for change to happen. We actually can't change in a sincere way if we are hiding our problems from the world and from ourselves. This, this is why, for example, in the 12 steps, in the 12 steps, one of the steps is to honestly do a, do a truthful inventory 
of all the past bad things that one has done and then express the exact nature of those deeds with others right and that's really important so one is to write it all down and be aware of it because it goes from unconscious to conscious when you write it down and think about it and then we need to share it with somebody else right now typically we don't want to do this because we don't particularly like revealing how crazy we are to anyone else because it's it's on some level humiliating for our ego right and we typically think that I'm the only person who's done terrible things and everyone else is quite pure and innocent. That's sort of our naive thinking. Oh, I wouldn't want anyone to know how crazy I really am because it would be embarrassing. But everyone thinks that. Do you know what I mean? Everyone thinks the same thing. Everyone thinks that they're crazy one and everyone else has sort of got it together. But if everyone was to write out all the lists of everything they've done that's not right, and everyone had this big list, it would be books and books and books worth of it, and everyone would have a book. Some people's books would be bigger than others, but everyone's got one, right? And part of our spiritual growth is being radically honest, radically honest that we have these problems and that we have done these things and that they are there they they grow in the darkness they breed in the darkness and it's only when we have the humility to say let me write this all down and let me share the exact nature of all this stuff with somebody else but that leads us out of the cave of guilt into the light of peace confession and honesty humility leads us out of the cave of guilt into the light of peace into the light of peace and freedom and change right because the only way to get rid of guilt is to change and, and the way to change is to acknowledge our mistakes humbly and gen genuinely to someone else the right person we'll talk about that then we can do it all right now who should you talk to about this who can you talk to right you want to talk to the right person in the right context you don't want to just post this stuff on the internet randomly <laughs> You know, some people do. Actually, if you go on YouTube, you'll see lots of confessions and lots of, um, I think they call them testimonies, you know, where someone says, this is all the bad stuff I did and then I changed. So e even that is quite popular. There's all sorts of ways of doing it. My personal preference is if you're in a spiritual community and there's some sort of spiritual teacher who's an impetigrous person who you trust and is solid and and they are capable of and they want to help you then if you write a letter and you just say here's all the bad things I've done and I'm just clear, cleaning out my heart here's the whole list in graphic detail you know if they're the right person and they can handle that and they are you know experienced with these things counselors therapists spiritual teachers 
Uh, ideally, either professionals or spiritual people, this is what they do, right? That that can be very, as long as they, you know, you trust them and it's confidential and it's all good. You have to use your discernment here. I'm not giving you any particular person. I'm just saying use your discernment. Who is the right person who can keep your sharing private and can also be a, someone who you respect, who you can clear that out? You know, people have sent me messages over the years about or told me stuff about things they've done and they felt better afterwards you know I'm, I'm not saying you should send it to me by the way I'm just saying that th this is this is something that really helps I've done this myself with spiritual teachers and I'm, I'm I'm doing it again right I feel this is a regular thing that's good to clean it all out in in uh, the Catholic Church for example they have confession right and whether, I'm sure there's all sorts of issues around this that are not very good and there's all these problems with religion and, and let's not get into that. But I think that that system of people confessing their bad things has actually been very, very helpful. This doesn't happen very much nowadays. So there's this huge backlog of stored negative energy in, in our heart and in our mind that isn't getting out, right? It needs to be cleared. So then the guilt gets worse, then the escapism gets worse, then the, the coping mechanisms get worse, and the whole thing is just getting worse and worse and worse and worse. So re religion traditionally offered people a way out of this to confess their sins and get it cleaned. This is in a secular society we live in. It doesn't happen very much, right? So people are becoming more neurotic and disturbed and kind of bloated with all this stuff. So one thing that you could consider is write a letter, get it all out, the exact nature of all your misdeeds. I've done plenty of bad things on a number of levels, right? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pretend I haven't. I have, right? I'm an old soul. A lot of bad things that I started out with in my life, and I've had to clean this stuff out, and I continue to clean it out, and I'm gonna continue cleaning it out for the rest of my life until there's nothing left. And I'm committed to that, right? I can't change the past, but I can clean it out of my heart and I can change, right? So this has been my personal process. is Clean it out, share it with somebody who you trust, who can help you and give you encouragement. And then commit to making amends, making changes. What do you need to do differently from now, from today? that is a demonstration that you are committed to change. Right? So, for example, I recently received a message from someone who was telling me about his alcoholism, right, that wrecked his life. And, you know, it got worse and worse and worse. It ruined his relationship, ruined his relationship with his family. And I'm not going to get into the details. You've if you've heard one alcoholic story, you've heard them all. It's a similar pattern, right? Eventually, after enough pain and suffering, we have to face ourselves and we have to say, I need to stop drinking. In his case, it was drinking. Someone else, it might be gambling. Someone else, it might be some sexual behavior. Someone else, it might be pornography. Someone else, it might be shopping addiction, cell phone addiction, social media addiction, Right, this addiction is a is a 
strong word and it can be mild addictions or big addictions nowadays the biggest addiction is cell phone addiction I mean, it's not clinically very common and people don't like to talk about this but that's a big one youtube addiction i, I would say my biggest escapism is watching um, youtube videos i'll admit it i'm admitting publicly an addiction right if i feel stressed out and i'm done loads of meditation and i got a lot going on i might watch some video about like you know some random video about some pluto or some 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 you know youtube's full of fascinating strange things you know or some comedy or some you know there's all sorts of stuff on there entertainment right and then i and then i think to myself well that wasn't exactly the best use of my time it's better than having some other addiction but it's still a problem right but better than snorting crack or having some sex addiction or something like that. I mean, these are much more severe things, right? Much more harmful. But it's still a problem, right? To to for me to watch some sort of entertainment to take my mind off something, right? So I I obviously have work to do on myself that I need to sit there and I do this by the way. I do sit there and face this stuff and let it go, let it go, let it go. Sometimes I just need to distract myself, and in some cases we actually do need to distract ourselves from ourselves because it can get too intense. If you're going through a really, really rough time, right, and you really don't know what to do and it's out of hand, in that case, doing the work as best you can, writing your letters, clearing it out, working with somebody, doing the inner work is got to be done. And then you might say, I've got to watch a movie or I've got to do something just to like take my mind off it, go for a walk, listen to music as a way of taking a little bit of the pressure off reading a book right there's a time and a place for it the problem is when we spend most of our time watching videos or reading books or doing some distracting stuff and we're not facing ourselves right then then it goes from being a a useful aid to a proper problem right so there's a there's a balance here and there are people who try and avoid any sort of distraction in their life entirely, but they end up, in some cases, getting worse anyway because they're thinking about themselves all the time. How am I feeling? What's going on? How am I feeling? Is it okay? Is it not okay? That then becomes another problem, right? It's obsessive um, self reflection. If all we do is reflect on ourselves and how we feel all day long, Right, that becomes a neurosis. So that's not healthy either. So we need obviously to do other things apart from <laughs> facing ourselves, looking at our things we did wrong and all this stuff. That becomes a problem if we do it all day long. So how do we deal with this? Guilt doesn't help us. Guilt is like a temporary, temporarily beneficial emotion, temporarily, to say you're off course here, you've got to change. Guilt is a, an opportunity to change. Once we recognize that we have to change, then we need to write down what we've done wrong, expose it to ourselves so we're not denying and being untruthful. We've got to be, first of all, truthful to ourselves. I admit that I have a problem here. 
Yeah. I mean, I'll be completely honest with you. I was not aware that I was making mistakes because what happens is we go unconscious. Some people have like psychologically um, what's called a double life. I was talking to some lady yesterday who found out that her husband had been living a full-on double life. He, she had no idea about affairs with women and all this stuff, right? She didn't know about it. And that's a major problem. Sometimes people don't admit they even have a double life, right? So we have to acknowledge that we have problems and not try and cover them up and deny them from ourselves. So the first step is saying, I admit I have a problem with myself. Then we write it down. Then we share it with somebody else. Very important to share it with somebody else because it makes us humble, makes us accountable, makes us honest. It helps to clean it out. Share it with God. God, need, we need to share it with, with the supreme being, the purifier. I have made these mistakes. I'm not denying it. Please forgive me. You know, Or if it's you've hurt somebody else, I did this thing. I'm really, really sorry. Please forgive me. Or if you've done it to yourself, we oftentimes we do things only we're the one who suffers, so we need to forgive ourselves, right? Then, as we move in that direction, then we can think, all right, what do I need to do differently? What is the upgraded way of living that's going to reestablish integrity, reestablish trust in myself, right? you might need some accountability from somebody else. If you have some sort of addiction, one thing I've used over the years is a calendar, right? You can get a, year, a whole calendar for the year. You can start any time of year. And any time, you can do it two ways. Any time you are, one way is to say, whenever I didn't do the bad behavior, then I give myself a gold star or a check mark. You know, let, let's say you have a food addiction or a drinking addiction or whatever addiction, right? So if you don't do it, you get a gold star. You get gold star, gold star, gold star. So you say, yay, look how many days I was free from that addiction. And you start to want to get your gold stars and you start to see a winning streak. So that's very encouraging. Oh, look, I haven't done it for 10 days. Oh, I haven't done it for a month. Oh, look, it's been three months and I haven't done this thing. Right? That's a huge success. That's one way of doing it. If it's if it's something that it's a very occasional problem, then you don't might not need to do that. In, in that case, you want, might want to put a black mark or a mark on it where you did screw up and say, okay, the whole year went by and I only made this mistake three times. But you don't want to do it at all. But the fact that you're aware of it and you can put a mark on your calendar is also inspiring way of keeping track of how well you're doing. You can share it with somebody else. You ideally don't want to do this with someone with the same addiction, right? If you have an addiction and they have an addiction, that's not a good combination. You want to work with someone who's not suffering from it. This is why in Alcoholics Anonymous they get a sponsor and the sponsor typically has been clean and sober for a certain amount of time and is in a position. You don't want to work with a someone who's currently an alcoholic, right? And that's not going to work. So confession, keeping track, having someone to help you having a calendar of some sort getting the help you need 
mapping your progress. That's all honesty and integrity with ourselves. And then the other side of this is the spiritual work, which means bringing in the light, bringing back the light, reminding yourself, I am a pure soul, I am a good soul. I'm a, I, originally, I'm a pure soul. I'm committed to my personal progress. Right? So, we need to honestly admit these things and then receive the light. This is what meditation is all about. It's about saying, okay, I acknowledge the darkness and I'm letting divine light, God's light, pure light, shine into my soul, into my heart, into my being and cleanse out and refill those dark places with light. Right? How can I fill up with light? We need strength. We need strength. We need power from a higher power. From a higher power. The, the only reason I've been able to overcome addictions in my life, and I'm not a straight up hardcore addict, like I used to be a, an alcoholic. Well, I wasn't really an alcoholic, I was more of a cannabis addict, really. But it was the reason I'm not a cannabis addict anymore is because I was able to receive spiritual power to fill in that need that I had to feel good. We all need to feel good. Where are we going to get the good feeling from? It doesn't come from sex and drugs and alcohol and cell phones and social media and gambling and shopping and all that other stuff. It doesn't, I mean, it, you might get a, a hit out of it, but it doesn't fill the soul with what it needs. We need, we need spiritual energy, right? So then the other side is meditation, meditation, pure thoughts, pure. That's last week, last session, we talked about powerful thoughts. I am a supremely pure soul. I've attained everything. <laughs> I'm filled with divine love, filled with divine bliss. When you have these powerful thoughts thousands of times, and you connect with that higher power, then you receive the energy. And really, this is an absolutely essential thing to fill in the light, fill up, fill up, fill up, fill up, fill up, again and again and again and again. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Fill up with that beautiful light. And we have so many meditations specifically on this. It's really essential. It's the main thing. <sighs> but these, we need these two sides of it. Clearing it out, being honest, being humble, getting help, writing the letter, confessing, letting it go, and then filling in, filling in, filling in, filling in, filling in, filling in. So there's two sides. One is clearing the old stuff out of the house. You know, imagine it's imagine your inner world is like a house. Clearing out the monsters, the demons, 
the old boxes, the old cobwebs, the old painful memories, the unhealthy behaviors, clearing it out, and then cleaning it, cleaning the space, cleaning it, and then receiving good things, nice things, beautiful things into the space. Right? Can you imagine moving into a house that's trashed, right? It's got cockroaches, it's got spiders, it's moldy, it's nasty. It's a nice, it's a nice structure, but it's nasty. Sticky, smelly, nasty, right? What are you going to do if you move into that house, if you buy that house, what are you going to do? You can't just live in it and add things. This is what normally happens in our world. We add more and more stuff into this space. What we really need to do, first of all, is to get rid of everything, clean it all out. You know I mean, there might be some good stuff hidden away in the back somewhere. You keep that. But we need to rip out the floors, rip out the carpets, just knock out the kitchen, right? Do a fumigation, clear out the cockroaches, get rid of all the nasty stuff in there, right? Clean it all up. Put, it's a major demolition job, right? A lot of the times. You have to gut the house. If you've ever done this yourself, you know what a, what a big job it is, right? I did this in one house. You literally ripped everything out, sanded down the floors, painted everything, redid the kitchen, redid the wiring right it's a big job it took a long time and then 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 it's clean it's such a huge upgrade such a beautiful purification and then you can bring in the furniture and you can put all the little features and you can have nice music and essential oils and you get all the nice mirrors and all the nice Everything's nice, right? Beautiful things. But if we we try and bring in nice things to a trashed house that's moldy and nasty and full of insects, rats, right? Then it's not going to work. So this is things to contemplate on your week. How can you get rid of this unconscious guilt by owning it, acknowledging it, being humble, being honest. Yeah, it's really important for us not to have an ego trip. I've never done anything wrong. People did bad things to me. I never did bad things to them. I'm such a you know innocent. But no, we have to. Fair enough. Bad things probably have happened to you, right? That's a different topic. But what about what you have done yourself, right? Do we have to take responsibility for? ourselves what can we do in ourselves how can i change write it all out clear it out get help and then we can fill in with the light then we can bring it in then we can bring it in and we can become purified completely pure completely pure So this is so important to do this regularly. If you haven't done this at all, then you're up. This is going to be a big deal. If you've done it recently, it might be time to do it again, right? Because th this is a regular. We own. We, it's not like. Can you imagine if you only ever cleaned your house? 
like once every five years, or you cleaned your teeth every five years, or you had a shower every five years, or every ten years. Yeah, it'd be a disaster, wouldn't it? Cleaned out your fridge every five years, clean the toilets every five years. This is it's disgusting, right? We have to regularly do this stuff. So spiritual work is clearing and then receiving, and clearing and then receiving. And that's a huge success. You will feel when you do this, and I'm telling you from my own personal experience and helping many other people, you will feel massive relief. You'll feel relief. Your heart will feel at peace. You'll feel cleansed. Anxiety will go away. Right? A lot of this anxiety is actually unconscious guilt in disguise. Right? Worrying about the future because we sort of feel we've done bad things that are probably going to come back to us. When you clear it out and you're honest about it and say, I'm doing everything I can to sort out the past, to sort myself out, to clean everything out, then instead of feeling anxious and worried, we said, I'm doing the work. I'm on the case. I'm doing what, everything I can and I'm going to keep doing it and I'll do it better and better and better every day. Then the anxiety goes away because we're on the program. We're, we're moving in the right direction. In, in prison, by the way, you might have heard about this. People go to jail, right? Let's say somebody has, you know, a 10-year sentence or whatever it is. They often get let out sometimes like many, many years earlier because of good behavior, right? Jails are not actually called jails. They're called correction facilities, like I've I've driven past prisons at different times, and I look. I remember noticing we call them jails, but I don't think they're they're not literally called a jail. When you look at what it says on the outside of a jail or a prison, it says correctional facility. That's the actual name for. We think of them as jails, but they're called correctional because the point of someone going to jail. So and so made did a crime. They got caught by the police. They went to the court. The court sentenced them for ten years or whatever it was and they go to a correctional facility so that their behavior can be corrected. And if they make amends and they make progress and the people who are judging them for whatever, however they do it, feel that they've made progress, they can get out many, many years earlier, right? But if they don't make adjustments and they don't make corrections, then they have to stay in prison or their sentence, they might go out and they commit a crime and they come back in again, right? And they're stuck again. So when we change, when we change and we make corrections and we make adjustments and we do the work on ourselves and we put in the time and we're honest about it and we're doing the work, we don't need bad things to keep happening to us because we've made the change and then the guilt and shame goes away then the anxiety goes away then the stress and worry goes away ah <sighs> then you can breathe again and then you can really become clean and then the happiness will increase then the joy will increase then the good feelings increase then you can sleep at night, then you wake up feeling good in the morning, you wake up feeling hopeful and inspired. 
and all this old stuff is behind you. And then you can truly say, past is past. Then it comes to a point where it's almost like, did it even really happen? You know, like it's so far behind you. It's like some strange nightmare, some strange dream. Did it happen? Did it not happen? It's out of your consciousness. It's cleaned out of your heart. Cleaned away, purified. And what a relief that is. And this is the time of settlement, right? This time of, of human history. This is the time of great settlement. There's going to be some really heavy stuff happening because of all this unconscious guilt and unresolved karma that's going on. If you clear it out, you don't have to go through the, the machine to get clarified, purified and cleaned out because you're doing the work. So clear it out. And then remember God, remember the light, remember the one, the purifier. The purifier is purifying us, right? So the more we remember, we say, okay, purifier, purify my heart, purify my soul. I'm going to remember you and your light is coming in and is cleaning my heart. And because my heart is being cleaned, I don't need to have more bad things happen to me because I've learned my lesson. I am a changed soul. I am now different than I was and I don't do those things anymore. I'm free of that stuff. So there's no point in having bad things happen to you because you don't need the lesson anymore. You don't need the lesson. So that's, that's the secret. When we change sincerely, we don't need things to happen to us to wake us up because we are already awake. So let's just take a moment together, just tune in, what do you need to do to purify your heart and mind and your life? What do you need to do? You know your life better than anyone. What do you, what do you need to do to be sincerely and fully on the path of, of awakening and truth? and really doing the inner work very, very deeply and sincerely from now. What do you need to do? What do you need to change? You might want to write this down, think about it. How can you clear it out? How can you receive the light? How can you make amends with anyone who you've hurt that needs to be healed and forgiven? You might feel a bit raw in your heart as you do this sort of work, but it will be healed. It will be healed. 
as the process is purified. We, we really do need to call on a higher power, divine energy. God is a being of light, like a shining star, ocean of love, ocean of peace, wants to help us, wants to purify us, wants to give us good energy. We have to call on that, open to that, receive that, have union with, with that being. And say, I'm humble, I'm open, I'm willing to receive help. I'm willing to take the power, I'm willing to remember you. Here's all my bad things, I'm not hiding anything. This is what I'm going to do differently. And then it's baby steps, baby steps. You know, it's it's not that overnight you'll be completely purified and we won't have any old habits. This doesn't work that way. It's baby steps, getting help, mo moving in the right direction, changing the trajectory of your life, the direction. So I'm moving towards purity. I'm moving towards peace. I'm moving towards healing, little by little, daily little things again and again and again and again and then after weeks and months you end up in a different place and then years you're in a totally different place and have the humility to keep doing those little things all the time because what can happen is you can start feeling better and then you can say well I feel great now it doesn't matter if I just do this thing this is a major problem just be aware of this. You will feel better after a while. You'll feel better than ever. You'll feel better than you ever have in your life. And you'll think you're free of all this stuff. And then your ego will say, well, who? what does it matter if I do this bad thing now? Because I feel fine. But if you do it, then you're going back. And, and then not, next thing you know, you can be off track for five months. Yeah, I'm telling you from my own experience. And I've seen this from many, many people we've worked with over the years. Feel great and then do some little thing, and then it leads to the next thing, next thing, and then they're off track, and then a year goes by, and they're back in the bad place again. So be careful, be very, very careful, because one small little thing can screw you up and take you off course, potentially for years. I've seen some people do something once, and they're out of the game for five years, and literally... So that one little drink, that one little smoke, that one little thing, that one little peak, that one little behavior can knock you out potentially, right? So the best thing to do is that's why we need confession. Be honest. Okay, I did it. It's a mistake. I'm acknowledging it. All right, fair enough. I need to get back on the, on the program right away. That's why you need help from somebody. So if you do anything wrong, again which you probably will at some point, then then that's why honesty. I did it. It's bad. I admit it. I'm not hiding it. This is a problem. Let me get help. Let me move forward. I'm going to put it behind me. I'm back on the game. I'm back in the program. I'm back on it straight away. This is a wonderful, wonderful relief. So this is this is the over, overview of the whole thing. Of course, we could talk more about this, but if you go back and listen to the recording of this, Really go deep into these things. You know in your heart, this is your life, this is your path. You're here for a reason. You're a spiritual person. It's time to really take this deeper and feel that relief, that freedom, <laughs> the good feelings, the purity, 
the peace, purity and peace. And then the love will return, the light will return, the lightness will return into your soul. I know you can do it. And this is our great work that we all have. So there's a couple of questions here. If anyone has any questions, by the way, we have about ten minutes. We can I can ask any answer anything. So we have a question from Beatrice. I'm not going to read it, Beatrice. Hopefully what I was sharing just now is kind of answering your question. A lot of this is unconscious guilt. You know, if we're, if we're, if we're stuck in something and we're not getting what we want in life, we're blocking ourselves. And we're blocking ourselves because of this unconscious guilt and all this inner stuff. And there's, there's so many complicated inner things. And we think it might be some outside force or someone else. But most of the time, we, we need to do that deeper work and clean this stuff out properly, really and truly. And then, then all of a sudden, we start manifesting much more easily and things happen more smoothly because we're aligned with our dharma truly. I've had many clients, this is quite common by the way, I've had many people come to me and they said, I feel bad about this thing, I feel bad about myself, I don't feel good enough. Um, what can I do about it? What can I do about it to kind of get what I want? And what they want, what they want me to say, I can tell, a lot of people, they want me to tell them, oh, just love yourself anyway, don't worry about it, it's all good. But the thing is, it doesn't work. If we've done bad stuff and in our heart we're not in alignment with our truth, with, with not with our truth, but with the truth, right? This whole our truth and the truth, there is there is truth that exists aside from our personal opinion. We all have a dharma. There are certain laws of karma. If I'm not aligned with the laws of karma, I'm going to feel guilty. I'll feel bad. I'm going to suffer. We can't just try and be nice to ourselves and love ourselves and use some sort of method. We actually have to fundamentally acknowledge the problem, be realize we're causing problems to ourselves and others, and change our behavior and align with, with truth. And, and it can be painful because we might be way off track. You know, some people are completely off, totally on a major wrong direction right that can be pretty shocking to realize how far away we are but the, when we're humble and we start making progress then everything comes back into alignment so just look into your heart and say what are all my bad habits what are all my addictive behaviors and negative thoughts and self battering and criticism all this stuff is all connected 
let me clean it out, clean it out, clean it out, purify it, let it all go, and then things will start working out much, 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 much better than ever before. So today's a kind of a deep, deep, deep lesson in truth and honesty. And, and, and just remember, you might think, you know, I am uniquely bad in some way. I know I've heard this, I've thought this myself and I've heard this from other people. Oh God, if anyone knew what I've gone through. We've all done bad things, right? We all have. Some people have done less, some people have done more. But we don't need to worry about anyone else at all. We just need to think about our, our own purification starting today. So let's, let's just take a moment of silence. What do you need to do today to purify your heart, your soul, and your life? Having compassion for yourself, you did the best you could at the time. No need to beat yourself up. Guilt is not useful. But change, what can you do to change? So wishing you a wonderful and successful, beautiful week. Be kind to yourself in a genuine way. And just really just set the course. Set the course like you're on a, on a boat or a plane and you're setting the course to a pure place. You know, you're not there yet, but you're on the way. You're on the way there. And that's what matters most. You're on the way. You're on the journey to a beautiful place. Thank you for your wonderful presence and for your commitment to higher consciousness. And wishing you a beautiful week. Sending lots of love. Namaste and aloha from Hawaii. <laughs> Talk to you soon. <laughs>